Hey everybody, welcome back to the Doggone Positive Way. I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am. Um, we are in Season 2, Episode 2, and this is Don't Ever Get a Puppy During the Holidays. So last week I pretty much told you what not to do. It was kind of a negative episode of don't do this, don't do that. If you do this, do that instead. But so we're going to go a little bit more positive this episode because you're getting that puppy or you're getting that adult dog and there's nothing anybody can say to stop you. And I'm here to support you in your decision to get a new pet for your family. So let's talk about the things that you need to do. So one of the things that I highly recommend is to get a crate. We talked a little bit about styles of crate. I prefer the plastic ones. I just kind of feel like they're more cozier, uh, more cave-like, if you will. Dogs really are kind of den animals. I know my dogs uh, love to go under the table or just in a, you know, or under the desk if you're working or just in a real cozy little spot under the coffee table, that type of thing. Um, and it's just that, uh, feeling of that coziness and the safety, etc. So with that being said, let's talk about, um, different materials. There are crates, you know, you could spend so much money on a crate. Really, it's crazy. Hundreds of dollars. Um, and there are, some of them are built like your furniture. So they fit right into your decor, which is totally cool. Maybe, you know, if you can swing something like that, go for it. That's amazing. Um, there also seem to be more enclosed uh, when they're styled for just to fit into your furniture in your um, living room or your bedroom. They're usually made out of wood, which I don't know, may or may not be a good idea. My mind is not a good idea because I'm sure your puppy will be like, oh, this is made out of wood. Let's chew it. Just just saying, okay? Um, I, again, I like the plastic ones. I, uh, the wire ones are fine too. I've had many of a wire crate over the years. As a matter of fact, that's always what I started with. That was like, you know, really the choice because of cost effectiveness and I had large dogs so I had like extra large wire crates I've always had a couple of dogs at a time so um I just needed that to happen for me and all of my dogs when I adopted them some of them were puppies and some of them were adults they all needed to go into their crates because I needed to manage them for safety um especially newly adopted I didn't know them, and even if it was an adult dog, and especially a puppy, you're a puppy, you're going through the training protocols of crate training and house training and, you know, everything. Walking on a leash, sitting, staying, coming when called, uh, eating on a schedule, not the same exact schedule, but eating your food within, say, 10, 15 minutes. Uh, that's a really a long time, but uh, just the different things you do with your puppies just to get them started and in a routine. Um, and I do all of those things in crates. So I feed dogs in the crate. Um, I feed puppies in the crate, especially puppies, because you want to get them used to that crate because, you know, they're not really crazy about the crate. You know, let's just be honest. 
And and we as humans feel like we're putting our dogs into jail, but it is so important. And I will tell you, if you've seen some of my videos on uh, TikTok or YouTube or you know really anywhere that I'm on social, Facebook, Instagram, every now and then I will shoot a video and I will show you something that Troy damaged um, or that he is has stolen from the closet you know whether it's a t-shirt uh he steals tissue boxes he'll jump up and get them um and it's not because you know he's let's see he's 10 years old he's going to be 11 at the end of uh at the beginning of next year so um he was never crate trained obviously this is way before i ever got to Troy's life so he was, you know, adopted as a puppy and he was never crate trained. They tried, um, but he cried and they caved. So what happened was Troy wasn't crate trained, was left with an exorbitant amount of freedom and he chewed stuff because puppy chew things. Their teeth are just coming in, you know, um, they're especially when they're eight weeks old. Gosh, it's like they have razor blades in their mouth, you know, and you people are bleeding because of their puppy. So um, I, I totally went off on a tangent about puppies and, and, and their teeth and everything. But basically, I want you to use your crate as management. We need a management tool. We need a way to contain them um, for safety, for their safety, for our peace of mind also um traveling uh going into cars flying and and you're saying to me Maria I'm I'm not going anywhere I'm not traveling I don't do that I don't do this I don't do that and that's okay you like I understand where you're coming from but I can tell you that life has a way of delivering things that you would never ever anticipate happening and a lot of times it you know, upheavals our lives. So it upheavals our dog's lives also. And I just want to say that it's just really important to future-proof your puppy and plan for those times of uncertainty. So what I mean by that is, let's say you live in a state that has hurricanes or earthquakes or, you know, when these days it's pretty much anywhere because of just the, you know, the environment and the climate is changing. Um, so we live in Florida. There's always a threat of a storm when, you know, it's hurricane season. And, you know, it's it's a long season. It starts in June and it ends uh, in November. And it's actually, you know, possible for it to even come up past the quote unquote allotted season. Uh, for a hurricane to spawn out there, depending on the weather. And guess what? Sometimes you have to evacuate. And I've had to evacuate. And at that time when I evacuated, it was, you know, years ago. But I had five dogs and chinchillas and a bird. So <laughs> guess what? Everybody was in a crate and um, and we evacuated. So and they were all totally fine. We went to a hotel. We were really lucky. Um, and you know, 
it, it just was wonderful and because it was less stress for me and less stress for my dogs. My dogs were like, oh, okay, we're going here. Oh, okay, we're being fed here in our crate. We're used to this. We're used to our crate. We're used to that. We're used to this. It's stressful enough because you have a storm. So that's just an example of what I like to call future-proofing your puppy and also, you know, just just making sure you're lessening the stress and anxiety that already exists when life hands you things. Or maybe you have a health issue that comes up and, you know, you have to go to the hospital, you know, and you have to bring your dog to your friend's house, but they're not crate trained. And that's a problem because maybe they're a puppy or, you know, so there's a lot to take into consideration when you're getting that puppy and you're getting that crate. Now, I want to veer off into size of crates. So, you know, when you get a puppy, if it's a small dog, you can really start out with a small crate and, and be pretty much fine with, um, you know, not having to block off the crate. Now, I do recommend blocking off the crate if your dog is able to have so much room that they can you know, go pee or poop in the corner and then come up front and, you know, hang out and be clean or vice versa. Um, and you want your dog to not have that kind of room to be able to eliminate in the crate because you don't want them to. You're trying to house train them. We're not talking about puppy mill puppies, okay? I'm talking about just straight up regular, regular puppies, you know, regular um, dogs who have not had have not been forced to live in their own waste um, and other animals' waste. Um, so um, getting back to sizing, let's say you're getting a German Shepherd and you're like, Maria, I only want to buy one crate. I mean, they're crazy expensive. I'm not going to buy, you know, three crates as this dog grows. Oh, okay, that's cool. Well, guess what? Really cool people invented things to block them off. <laughs> so, for example, if you got a wire crate, they do have like an extra like um, uh, an extra uh, panel, like a wire panel, so that you can shorten up the space that your puppy has. And then as they grow, you just move it back and then eventually take it out. Um, you can do the same thing in a uh, plastic crate. Uh, some of them do, I'm pretty sure, sell barriers, but you can also be creative and put like a I don't know, like a small milk crate type thing in um, in the back of the crate type of situation where you're just limiting that space. The important thing is to limit the amount of space that your puppy has. I'm not saying get too small of a crate. Don't, don't, don't worry. I am right there with you. Your puppy should be able to comfortably stand up straight, like all the way straight up, you know, like be able to lift their head, no problem turn around, stretch out, lay down, the whole nine. They should be able to have that space. Um, but as a puppy, you know, you really need to just make sure that they don't have too much space, okay? So, okay, so your crate, whatever crate you decide to get, awesome. And there are many options as far as where you can get them. I uh, believe certain shelters also will sell them so you can support your local shelter. Um, and you can also go on eBay or Craigslist and uh, or the Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace. There are just a lot of different options these days um, 
where you can maybe get a crate that's just a little less expensive than a brand new crate. Um, so we've got that. We are feeding our puppies and our dogs in the crate. We are giving them their enrichment toys. Remember, always enrichment, enrichment, enrichment. Their Kong toys, their cookies. Everything is a party in that crate. You would want to train your dog to just be able to go in that crate whenever they want. It's their safe space. When they get nervous, it's their like, oh, I need to go in my crate and because this is safe in here. Um, I need to go in my crate because guess what? I'm getting a cookie. I'm going in my crate because I'm getting fed breakfast or dinner. And, you know, or I'm going to crate because, yeah, it's time to go to sleep. And I'm fine with that because my crate has been made a really safe, really, really positive place for me. And I love to go to sleep in my crate. I feel great in here. And that's where you want your puppies to get to. So you can help them out by just making everything positive, all the food, all the enrichment toys, all the cookies, everything wonderful happens in that crate. All right, I am wrapping it up on the crate situation. I think that you guys will be off to a good start here with uh, what to choose, how to choose, sizes, um, you know, ask the professionals that are out there in the stores. If you go to, uh, like a PetSmart or a Petco, they've got people who can help you also choose the right size crate. Ask me. You can always DM me. You can find me all over social. You can find me, uh, uh, doggone positive and you can, f on TikTok and you can find me, uh, Maria Ryan on Facebook. And you can email me at scrattyopatty at gmail.com. I'll put the spelling and all the links in the description. I really hope you have a wonderful week. I can't wait to talk to you more next week. Let me know what you guys think and let me know what your questions are. Can't wait to hear from you. Bye.